Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. Just plugging my charger in. There we go. My name is Roy. I have pressed record, and away we go. So, on the previous episode of this, I called it Digital Safari, and I talked about how I follow a bunch of YouTube channels that are people who record live shows in cities around the world. LA, New York, Manchester, London, which is where I'm based. I also realised there's another one I follow called Jizzo Zone, J-I-Z-O space Zone, and they've recorded some shows in Amsterdam and in Tokyo, most recently Doja Cat at Bitter Zoet in Amsterdam, and Poppy at that same venue, and Necronomidol, I hope I'm saying that right, Necronomidol in Tokyo. Now, Tokyo was six months ago, Amsterdam was five months ago, but still pretty cool. So yeah. I follow a bunch of YouTube channels of people who film live shows around the world to give me some so I can vicariously experience what live what the live scene is like in pieces in other parts of the world. In the earlier stages of this podcast, I would go to shows, particularly free shows, because the budget for this podcast doesn't exist, and it would most likely be artists I'd never heard of. So I'd be introduced to these artists at their show. I haven't done that in a while. I've been to a couple of shows recently, or not in the past month or so, only a couple of shows, but they've been artists I know personally, so I've gone to essentially support friends and enjoy their music. So last night, I decided to get back on the horse. Is that the term? Basically, I decided to go to see some live music again. Three shows, artists I hadn't heard of. But I didn't go to one show. I didn't go to two. I went to four. I decided to go on a little safari, if you will, through East London. Now, I left much later than I intended. I left at about 8pm. Mainly because my sister had got back and I don't get to spend much time with her because when she gets back from work, I'm, I'm often heading out to work. So this was a rare chance for us to be back together. So we kind of ate some food and hung out a little bit and then I left afterwards. So I left late. And I quickly realised I wouldn't have much of a chance to stick around for too long at any one show if I wanted to hit all four. Those four shows were... And if if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. And this is about as professional as it gets. All four shows were free. And I booked them all via the app Dice. Who I really should talk about with regards to this podcast. Maybe there's some partnership that could happen there. But the four shows were Reader at Love Shack... Seabright Arms' second birthday with Lice and Phobophobes, Jelly Boy and Pet Shimmers at Shacklewell Arms, and the Sly Persuaders' single launch at The Waiting Room. So, here was my route. The first show I hit was Readers at... No, not Readers, Reader. The first show I went to was Reader at Love Shack. Never heard of that artist, never been to that venue. All the other venues I had been to before, and I think I've recorded some version of this podcast at each one of those venues in the past actually so love shack was a first for me took the central line to bethnal green you get off you head north along let me see if i can find it on google maps trace my exact route through all of this so get off at beacon at bethnal green station head north along cambridge heath road And just before you get to Cambridge Heath Overground Station, you see Love Shack, which is a small vegan cafe slash bar. 
and it looks as you walk in first of all there's a patio area with a small gate to get in then there's two sets of glass doors one to your left one to your right that you can go through and that's the cafe area with a, a bar where you can order food and so on and pay then behind that to the right there's a seating area i think i saw some couches or maybe cushions on the ground very comfortable and to the left was the live space i didn't really get to see much of how it looked because it was packed i would, if i was to guess i'd say less than 100 maybe 80 maybe 50 people capacity reader is a solo female artist from what i could see i think she maybe had a dj up there with oh the stage wasn't raised above the crowd so she was down amongst them and like i said it was a packed show so i couldn't really see reader that well i didn't stay for too long but the music was interesting the audience was very receptive in fact, at the end of this, I'll put on what I recorded from each show. And I'll explain more about that later. So, saw a little bit of Vida. And then, it's been a while since I've approached people to talk to them for the podcast at a show. Oh, wait, no, there was that show on Sunday. So, I've been to one show recently where I went to see bands I'd never heard of. And in fact, the band I went to see wasn't even there. But anyway, I'm getting carried away. So, I went to the... I saw a little bit of Vida, recorded some audio... Then I went to the counter area where you can order food. And I asked the people at the counter if I could talk to them very briefly for my podcast. As soon as the words left my mouth, I felt like an idiot, basically. It was quite clear they were in the middle of their shift. They were working. They were busy. Who am I? What? Just what were you thinking? And in fact, as soon as I said that and started to feel the foolishness of asking such a ridiculous request, the guy next to me, who I don't think worked there, he just turned to me and said, oh, come on, man, what are you doing? And oh, the shame intensified. They politely declined, completely understandably so. As I said, I really didn't think it through. They said, maybe come back, we're open for about 10 o'clock in the morning, so maybe come back during our more daylight hours when we're a little quieter and we could talk to you then. One of them was two folks at the bar one named Flo I forget the other person's name and they said if you see any guys around here they're all named Jamie I said thanks for the heads up so that was my first attempt at recording a conversation very ill thought I really felt like a nuisance I've, I've forgotten how awkward this whole premise can be so I left pretty swiftly after that and just let the shame sit sit on my soul as I walked to the next venue which was Seabright Arms to get to Seabright Arms from Love Shack open up Google Maps again so Love Shack is pretty much on the corner of Cambridge Heath Road and Hackney Road so you turn left onto Hackney Road you go underneath that overground train tracks you walk about five or so minutes and then you come to Seabright is it Passage? Yes, it's called Seabright Passage, which is a small alley on your right, which leads to the smoking area and the entrance to Seabright Arms. So Love Shack, you just go in and there's a patio area, then a counter to buy food and drink, and then behind that there is the live space. Seabright Arms is has like an outdoor smoke... It's a pub, basically. Outdoor smoking area, you go inside and there's seating, bar, etc. And then you go downstairs to the basement, to the live area, and there's a bar down there as well. I think 150, maybe 180. I don't think any more than 200 at the most capacity venue. And it looked pretty packed. Just as I turned into the alleyway, the alleyway itself was packed. I think then the, got, I squeezed past some people. The smoking area was packed. Headed inside. It was, a, as I mentioned earlier, they were celebrating their second birthday. <clears throat> it's been two years since they've been owned by the people that run... Or, not owned, 
but I think two years since their live music situation was run by the same people that do the old blue last. To celebrate, they had 100 free sliders and 100 free beers. I think I got there way too late to get any of that, but like I said, I wasn't planning to stick around for long. Went in, went downstairs, caught a little bit of the band Phobophobes, I think lice were headlining, also on the bill. So Reader, I think Reader was the only person on the bill. At uh, at Seabright, the others on the bill were Italia 90, Hayes, Phobophobes, and then Lice were headlining. I got there, so I got to Love Shack a little after nine. Got to Seabright Arms, maybe about about half past nine. So I caught a little bit of Phobophobes, recorded a bit of audio during their show. Didn't stay for long, didn't really talk to anyone. Well, as I was leaving, I took a picture of the lineup and someone asked me where the toilets are. And I told them that you're in the right place. They are downstairs just next to the live music space. But they're individual rooms and they're all in, they're all busy right now. Someone's in each one. He said, OK, thanks. I said, are you in a band? Because he looked like he was in a band. He said, no, I'm not in a band. I said, OK, see you later. And I headed off to the next venue, which was Shacklewell Arms. Now, I considered, A, getting a, bu- getting a bus. But according to Google Maps, a bus was only about seven minutes faster. I considered, B, getting an Uber... But then my bank account kindly reminded me that that's not really an option. So I went with option C, walking, which took about half an hour. My soundtrack for this, by the way, was a podcast called Taping Notes. What is the podcast called? Let's find out. I'm opening up Spotify, just letting it load. Can you tell I'm currently running late as well? So I'm trying to do this as quickly as possible. Tape Notes. A podcast called Tape Notes, which is hosted by John Kennedy. Each episode features an artist and producer talking about how they recorded and produced an album together in the studio. I listened to two episodes during all this walking. The first one was Wolf Alice, which was... Can I find it? Can I find it? Yes, it was the most recent episode, actually. It came out Wednesday, this week. So that episode was Joel and Theo from the band Wolf Alice talking to, with their producer, Justin Meldal Johnson. I listened to that whilst walking to Shacklewell Arms. My route to Shacklewell Arms was... So, I went from the main road through an alley to get to Seabright Arms, and then I went back to the main road, turned right on Garner Street, left on Coates Street, then walked to a small estate, walked along Ellen Phillips Lane. If you are that much of a fan of this podcast, feel free to open up your Google Maps and follow my route. Google Maps told me I could walk through Haggerston Park, which is the quickest route, but Haggerston Park was shut at this time, so I had to walk awkwardly around it. I walked along Goldsmiths Row, turned left on Regents Row, and then headed north on Queensbridge Road. Queensbridge Road was the longest part of the journey, just head straight up until the end of the road. Fun fact, towards the end of that road is the Victoria, which is another venue where I've recorded episodes as well. The door to the live space, that venue is a pub, and then there's a really big, thick door. You open that, and behind that is the live music area. That door was open, so I got the impression there was no band playing, because otherwise that door would be shut while the music was happening, so it didn't bleed into the rest of the pub. So there was no music happening at the Victoria Dolson, at least when I walked past. Kept heading north. So I went from a digital safari last episode to a real-life... Well, just a long walk, not really a safari... Queensbridge Road turns into Dalston Lane, headed north on that. That road leads to the Blue Studios, which is a rehearsal studio I've used before, a really cool spot. 
Then you turn left off Dalston Lane, head north on Cecilia Road, head all the way to the end of Cecilia Road. Interestingly, the walk from... Before I got to Victoria Dalston, it was a lot of estates, a lot of blocks of flats. As I got closer to Victoria Dalston and just afterwards, it was more houses that have like three floors and a basement, or that's what it looked like anyway. I feel as though the New York equivalent is what they call a brownstone. I'm not entirely sure what a brownstone means, but my idea of it, based on movies, etc., is a house that's right there on the street, like facing the, the main street, but you go up some steps to go through the front door and there's a basement as well as a ground floor, first floor and second floor. Sometimes that might all be one person's resident residence, that's the word I'm looking for. Sometimes it might be separated into flats or maybe even a bed and breakfast. So the basement might be one flat, the ground floor might be another, etc, etc. But that was what the houses looked like around the Victoria and Dalston, a bit further north on Queensbridge Road. Boy, am I rambling. So, Head all the way to the top of Cecilia Road, then you turn left, head south a little bit, and you end up with the Shacklewell Arms on your right. The Shacklewell Arms is also a pub, and in the back there's another heavy door, I think a door with soundproofing on it anyway. You go behind that, and that's where the live space is. So, I went back there, there was no band on the stage at the time, at Love Shack Reader was performing, at Seabright Arms Phobophobes was performing, at Shacklewell Arms there was someone sound checking, and... Say La Vie by Bewitched was playing, which is a classic 90s tune. Late 90s, possibly early 2000s. Just good old pop. And I asked someone next to me, hey, do you know what time the next band is coming on? And they said, a, any moment now, basically. And I said, oh, cool. Although I'm not hating the music we're hearing right now, so I hope they don't interrupt the Bewitched soundtrack. And he said, thanks. I'm the person who queued it up. And I shook his hand and said, nice work, sir. And he said, I also know the next band will be on imminently because I'm in that band. So I said, oh, awesome. And then I, I worked up the courage to ask the awkward question yet again. Do you mind if I interview you for my podcast, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. He said, uh, maybe better afterwards. And I said, I don't know if I'll be here afterwards because I'm going to a whole bunch of venues. I've been to X, Y, I've been here, and I'm next going to walk the waiting room. And he said, oh, cool. He said, you can probably walk that, can't you? And I said, yeah, he was waiting for the singer of his band before he could go on stage. Realised it might be a minute until the singer gets there and he... The singer, I think, was using the loo or something. So he said, yeah, sure, why not? Let's record something real quick. So I spoke to him and his name completely escapes me. Let's see if I can find it. I think his name was Frank or the person... The other person from the band that joined us. Their name was Frank. Bear with me, listener. Let me. I'm going to press play on my recording and see if I can remember what it was. So... Probably should have pressed pause while I listened to this. But that's just how we roll. Right, so I speak to... I speak to Frank. He's the one that put the music on and told me his band is going on any second now. Then Jack joins us. Our conversation starts with me saying about 17 minutes. That's me saying how long it takes to walk to the next venue. So I have a really quick talk with... Frank and Jack from the band Jelly Boy and then you hear them I then they basically I talk to them for about 20 seconds and then they head on stage I watched about half of that first song and then took the final walk to the waiting room the waiting room is to get to the waiting room from Shacklewell Arms you come out of Shacklewell Arms head left on Shacklewell Lane all the way oh wait a minute how do I 
Yes. So head left on Shacklewell Arms, Shacklewell Lane. Follow that road around to Rectory Road. Keep walking along that until you get to Mance Road. Turn left on Mance Road, you end up on Stoke Newington Road, which I think turns into Stoke Newington High Street. So you end up on Stoke Newington High Street, you walk north a little bit to... I'm getting all kinds of turned around now. You walk past the Rochester Castle, I think it's called, which is where Phil Taggart recorded a podcast with Wolf Alice on his podcast called Slacker, The Slacker Podcast, which is also really cool. And it's just put up a trailer for season two, so that's worth checking out. And I think that's a, it looks like a bit of a cool hangout just by glancing in as you walk past. Anyway, you go past there, you come to a road that's called B104, a.k.a. Stoke Newington Church Street, and right on that corner is a pub called The Three Crowns, and in the basement of that pub is the venue, The Waiting Room. You go in... To the main entrance, you head down some stairs on your left, and you're right there in the, with the live music. As you walk in, the doors to the pub, I think, all have soundproofing, so there's no door blocking off the live... At least the door was open anyway, but the door could be open because there's soundproofing around the pub and the entrance to the venue itself. I've really rambled on this one. I'm going way longer than planned. Anyway, went downstairs, caught a little bit of... Who did I see at that venue? I'll tell you who I saw at that venue as soon as I dial it up. I saw the Sly Persuaders for a couple of songs. The lineup at that venue was. It was Roadkill Records hosting it. It was uh, launching the single, the newest single by the Sly Persuaders. Uh, Gay Girl with DJs, Dirty were the first band on, and then Frauds, and then the Sly Persuaders. So I saw a little bit of them, and then headed out and headed back home. First, I headed back home via a Nice bar, which is where we've got a new open mic happening on Monday. So. Four venues, one night, legs completely aching. But interesting, it was nice to just get back into the feel of going to live music again. It was nice to reacquaint myself with all of these venues and to find out where Love Shack is. Next time I do anything like this, if there is a next time, I'll plan more time so I can spend more time at each show and maybe talk to people. Because you have to spend some time there before you talk to someone. You can't just pop your head in for two seconds and say, hey, can I talk to you? And that's it. So... So I got to waiting room about 20 to 11. Roughly music, I think the latest curfew for music in general tends to be 11 o'clock. So I got to Love Shack about just after 9. Got to Seabright Arms about half 9. No, about 20 past 9. Got to Shacklewell Arms about quarter past 10. And then got to the waiting room about 20 to 11. Then got on the train at Stoke Newington Station, down to Liverpool Street. You come out of Liverpool Street on the, you come off the that overground station, head left and use that exit. Cross the road, go down the, the narrow street, go through the arch, turn left, and you're at a nice bar. And that is where we'll be doing the open mic from Monday. I hopefully will be going back there again today. And yeah, that was my evening. So what I've recorded aren't so much conversations as almost like a sound collage. It was just a sound to give you a sense of the atmosphere at each of these venues. So first you'll hear 20, 30 odd seconds from each place roughly, but you'll hear a little bit of reader. What I tried to capture was when a song ended so you can hear what the audience sounds like and then what the artist sounds like a little bit. Didn't want to record a whole song or anything because I knew my recording wouldn't do it justice. So I recorded a little bit 
of reader and then I recorded some of Phobophobes at Seabright Arms. Then I recorded a very quick chat with Frank and Jack of Jelly Boy. You literally hear me saying it's going to take me 17 minutes to go to the next venue. I think the only question I managed to ask is, Frank, who else is in the band? And that's when Jack approached us. Then you hear them saying we've got to head on stage. So I recorded them getting on the stage and the first song starting. Then I headed up to the waiting room and I recorded a little bit of the set by the Sly Persuaders. And a little bit of their com- their banter, if you will. Stage banter, I think, is the official term of any conversation that is had by the performer from the stage during their performance. So, Reader at Love Shack, Phobophobes at Seabright Arms, Jelly Boy at Shacklewell Arms, and the Sly Persuaders at the Waiting Room. That is what you have in store. Oh, at Waiting Room as well, I recorded just me walking into the venue and then heading down the stairs so you can hear, again, try and soak in the atmosphere a little bit. I've done way too much rambling on this episode, but I hope you enjoyed my guided tour guided tour through East London music venues if I wanted to, if I really planned my route and maybe brought a packed lunch I could have squeezed in Old Blue Last which if you get off at Bethnal Green and just head left, head east you can apparently get there in about 15 minutes near Old Blue Last you've got Brick Lane, so Rough Trade East which has some in-store performances you've got Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen you've got there's a whole bunch of venues in that little area as well And in between Shacklewell Arms and The Waiting Room used to be birthdays. Once again, R.I.P. So yeah, maybe I'll do this another time in a different area of London. Maybe Camden. There's quite a few venues in there. Again, hopefully, preferably free shows. Maybe plan more time. We'll see how it goes. Enjoy listening. In other news, uh, deepest sympathies to the people of New Zealand who have just suffered a catastrophic terrorist attack. 49 victims. Absolutely awful news. Dark times at the moment. Pretty dark times. In completely different news, Laura Snapes of The Guardian has just put out a magnificent article which I found myself agreeing with wholeheartedly the entire time. The tweet she put out to point people in the direction of the article was Why are the charts full of bruised, balladeering white boys in hats? I try to find out what it says about us. And there's a picture of Tom Walker, Rag and Bone Man, Ed Sheeran, Tom Grennan, I think his name is, and someone else I don't recognise. But you go on her Twitter page, take a oh, go to her The Guardian article, take a look, and maybe you'll find yourself agreeing with it just as, as much as I did. That's all for me, because boy, am I running late. Thanks for listening. I will catch you on the next episode, and take care.
15 minutes according to Google. Right, I press you. We need to go. Yeah, we went to bench. Game time? Oh, that's fine. That's not much, Jim. So, any second now? Yeah, go on. Frank, who else is in the band? Uh, Jack right here is also in Jelly Boy. Hi, Jack. Hi. I'm Roy. I'm recording a podcast, like 20 seconds worth of conversation. Well, you have to go on stage My hands are yeah. wet, but it's water, so, right. don't worry. <laughs> Jelly Boy Thanks about to go on stage. Water, yeah. Yeah. Jelly Boy, the about to form. 14th of March, right? That's an ambitious that's guess. today. Yesterday is 14th March. What's happening 14th of March? I'm just putting a, a you know... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So who are we waiting for before you go on stage? Benji. Oh, here we are. Benji. So, so have a band as well. Away you right. go. Have a good show tonight, folks. Hello. Best of luck. Oh, we need Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Josh. Right. Josh well, I'll tell Josh later. Um, yeah, thanks to Josh and Thank you for yeah. everybody for coming. Down. Thank you, Johnny Van. And thank you for Johnny. Van. This song's not about you, by the way. No, no, it's not about that, Johnny. This is different. This one's called Johnny. <laughs> 